I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, a podcast that normally does comic books, but now we're doing comic book movies. Uh, we just got finished. And TV shows. And TV shows. Uh, we just got finished talking about Shang-Chi and Eternals. Now we're going to Disney Plus and watching six episodes of Hawkeye. Um, the show that I just grudgingly respect for making me like have one degree more of appreciation for Jeremy Renner than I did before it started. <laughs> as, as the Hawkeye liker on the podcast, the Hawkeye Hank Pym stand <sighs> Jesus on the Christ. podcast. Uh, I was in my, my lane and I'm, this is probably, uh, I thought about it a little bit more for a little while. I was like, this is my favorite of these shows. I think I like it a little less than WandaVision, but I think this is my second favorite of these. It's, I thought Hawkeye was very good. It's um, uh, it was definitely my surprise because uh, I, I I had the least expectations for this one uh, because I just mm-hmm. I just assumed like I knew that I mean Kate Bishop has been has, was has, was advertised as like the star of this um, and in a lot of ways is and uh, does a great job but at the same time I was like what are they like what what is Hawkeye like what is the villain of this going to be right um and then hearing stuff about Echo mm-hmm. and knowing just a little bit about that character from Daredevil runs I was like well okay like but they really do a great job of like digging into like Hawkeye's emotional state and fallout from all of the shit that he's been through um seen through the eyes of a character that from the outside worships the guy um and the villains end up being like the tracksuit mafia from the uh, Matt Fraction run uh, and just are just good. Like they're just fodder and it's yeah. fine. <laughs> like there's no, it, it's just fun. <laughs> it really works. It works for the, this level of stuff. And it, it does the thing you, you and I talk about, you know, uh, I think respectively, if you took the Venn diagram of the two of us, our favorite MCU thing, other than just pew, pew, punch, punch is that, uh, a lot of times the movies kind of surprisingly deal with fallout of things. Like it doesn't feel like, um, a sitcom where it starts with a fresh slate. Mm hmm over and over um and this i idea of you know we haven't really hawkeye's never had his own movie you know what his biggest role in the movies is probably during uh uh, uh infinity war i mean either you know? i mean maybe, maybe ultron with all of the stuff that he did with wanda and, yeah. and pietro <clears throat> maybe but like again that's even he's barely you know he's never had a starring role right yeah he's always been the side character and being like, yeah, this is just a regular dude who does what he has to do, who's getting old and his body's falling apart and he wants to spend time with his family, but he can't do it. Uh, dealing with that kind of setup, I thought was really, you know, worked mm-hmm. like it's, it's not revolutionary. It's not brand new or anything like that. It's batting slightly above the the batting average for punch, punch, pew, pew, Marvel shit. Yeah. You know, uh, and he does a really good job in this and I'm not a Jeremy Renner guy. You know, I like Hawkeye, but I like Hawkeye from the comics. Um, I don't, I don't hate Jeremy Renner. I've never understood why the internet has always hated him uh, quite as much as they did. Just look at his, I look, do think look at his face. Uh, this is the best he's done. He's he's got those big wet eyes. He's a, just uh, a hateable dude. <laughs> like I'm sure he's nice or whatever. I've never looked up like if he's a, a bad guy or, or or a sex pest or anything. But like I think he, he is kind of a. Sh- I don't think he's a sex monster, but I think he is kind of a shit. I mean, he's he's a probably uh, like a 45 year old like white dude that was yeah, raised with privilege, yeah. like that is a very middle yeah. of the road politics. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he's just a, he's probably just a bro, right? Like and that's fine. Yeah. Um. I, I just, I just have always hated his face. So that's why I was interrupting you to tell you that. No, no, no. It's, I, I understand, uh, I guess, hating a face. I, I, I will say that I think that he does in this, I think he does really good work. Yes, I do too. Um, absolutely. Uh, yeah. The, um, the, he, mostly it's looking sad. 
Big wet eyes are really working for him. Uh, yeah. And we're introduced to Katie Bishop as played by Haley Steinfeld. Uh, I was actually, incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, I was surprised yeah. that they aged her the way they did. And I was very happy that she wasn't because I, I assumed that she was going to be like a teenager. Um, but she's like yeah. canonically like in her mid, mid 20s, um, which is great. Um, and mm-hmm. I just like having a little bit more of an adult, like I was really like, she didn't fi- fall into like the sidekick role as much as I thought she was going to. It's very much like a mentor mentee situation and not necessarily mm-hmm. like a, a Batman Robin situation. Um, and it did. I mean, she's charming. She's great. She's funny. All of her lines are cool. Uh, she's, I really like the backstory of her. Like the reason she wanted to do all this stuff is that she saw um, Hawkeye like defending the fucking planet against aliens when she was a little girl. Cause she lived in New York city and they blew off her bedroom wall. Uh, all of that shit was really, really mm-hmm. cool. And she just absolutely fucking kills it in every single episode that she's in. Yeah. I, I, I really, really think that the like super MVP and made me really excited for whatever young Avengers thing they do mm-hmm. um it was cool you know I, I like the young avengers comics that i've read i think it's cool for them to actually give one of them a highlight yeah. series mm-hmm. you know this felt like a torch passing of whatever they were going to do with the old avengers with whatever they're going to do with the new ones either young avengers or dark avengers or avengers 2 all these different things that they're probably going to do um this felt like a really good torch pass of that yeah and taking a character and making them basically the opposite of hawkeye uh you know not broody not like a serious professional like somebody who's in over their head but still really wants to do good and uh you know fucks up but is really well intentioned uh in that um and also just really charismatic yes. like mm-hmm. Haley Steinfeld is just like is really fun to watch uh in this movie um and it has a it has several uh performances like that uh Tony Dalton who kind of plays the head fake who's going to be swordsman um i love that guy uh, he's in uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. He's very charismatic to me. Um, and the uh, has Florence uh, Pugh in here. We get, you know, the good Black Widow is back and she's great in this. You know, and then Echo is there and Echo, they didn't know what to do with her and she kind of sucks. And it's like my least favorite part of the series. I was just about to say, um, she she is so good that she kind of disrupts the main villain, um, which is Echo, Maya Lopez, uh, uh, which is... Like they cast a you know a deaf character a deaf actress to play a deaf character, which I thought was super good. They incorporated her prosthetic leg into like all of the fighting and stuff, which isn't from the comics, but I thought was super cool every time it happened. Like um like they did a really good job mm-hmm. again, just like plus one in Marvel for like any level of representation at this point. Um, but yeah, like they set her up to like oh I'm gonna have I got to get revenge on Hawkeye for killing my dad, uh, and then they introduce Elena who is getting revenge on Hawkeye for supposedly killing Black Widow and Yelena just steals the fucking show like and to the point where you just don't care about anything that's happening with Echo and they muddied the water so much of like well was it Hawkeye as Ronan that killed her dad we don't know maybe it was a setup and it definitely was a setup like we were gonna find that out um and by the end of it I was like oh they just gave us Echo here so that they could introduce the Echo TV show which is fine like I'm sure that's going to be good but uh yeah yelena just comes across as fucking amazing in this and in it, every single she- scene she has with uh kate bishop is she has with Haley steinfeld i was just like blown away like the whole uh scene where they're in the in um kate's apartment and yelena's eating yeah. mac and cheese or whatever like eating the, mac and cheese 90 percent of that was apparently improvised um like they were just going back and forth with each other um 
they do a really good job just amazing like really good chemistry she's funny she's i mean like it's just you just you just want to watch that chick do stuff like she's the black widow that we have always been missing (laughs) yeah and 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 is a different character even than the comics black widow like comics black widow is no nonsense right Mm -hmm. are like the the scarjo pizza roll black widow had to die so this black widow could live yes um i i thought it was satisfying the way that that's wrapped up like the most interesting thing that happens in Black Widow is the post credit scene, mm-hmm. you know, where Julia, like Elaine six, uh, this Black Widow on, on Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was cool that wraps up here. And the idea of her being like, you know, you kill Black Widow and him convincing her that like, no, like I loved her, you know, it wasn't, it's not what happened. Like I've done a lot of bad shit, you know, but it wasn't this, like that stuff really worked for me. Him having to, uh, you know, and her not believing it, you know, despite because she couldn't because she needed someone to blame because that's a very human thing. Absolutely. Um, you know? And, you know, yeah. just on a like straight like we, days of future cast, we love our fight stuff. Like she does a really like every time that they start fighting and doing all of the, the, the fucking kicks and the spins and the bows and the arrows mm-hmm. and the walking down the wall. I'm, I'm all fucking into it, dude. It's just so fucking great. Yeah. Um, it's really, really fun stuff from 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 them uh really satisfying way to like you said put a button on that whole thing and now like is she gonna go back to um elaine <laughs> julie louise Dreyfus, and, yeah. and like go you know hey actually what you told me is false or will she just like continue to kind of be a bad person um who knows we'll see yeah so i'm excited uh something i want to i want to say uh in response to something you said earlier before we, we got off on that mm-hmm. um i'm 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 not excited for the echo series <laughs> i thought that character kind of sucked in this I, I thought the fighting was fine, but I thought all of the Echo stuff felt very generic to me yeah. in this in this TV show. And I don't know why she's getting a series. Like, I don't know what it is about this character that anyone, like, what is there to grab onto yeah. of a martial artist? Um, you know? I think from the comic perspective, because uh, I, I I remember her showing up in Daredevil. Um, I think it was a Brubaker's run. I could, I could be wrong on that. Um, and just, it was a lot of, like, um american indian like you know weird art uh dreamy stuff like it wasn't just like it was just a real experimental thing and i was like i'm not like this doesn't really work for me um and then here it's very much like a gangster thing and i think the only reason that i'm excited about or that i'm like interested in it and will be there is because her story so tightly ties into kingpin and of course at the end of this Mm. they bring back vincent diorfano to be to play from daredevil to play kingpin and i i think that yeah, yeah. i think that dude is fucking amazing like i'm, I'm on we gotta camp out on that yeah in, in a moment um, as well. put a pin in that but yeah i think that's like having that set up is more like having him as the villain of that show is more interesting to me as this person as a character so yeah like yeah i'd watch it for the if i watch it it'll be for the surrounding the, the supporting cast right yeah mm-hmm. like i was very disappointed with echo in this i don't think they did anything to make her interesting yeah, I mean, like you said, it's just um, it's just a very you know, hey, my my dad was into some crime and he was killed by we think Clint, but it, no, it was really my friend uh, Kaz, uh, who was apparently another Kaz. guy Stop in the comics. Kaz a thing, <laughs> <laughs> like they love Kaz. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, so Kaz, you know, and I also found Kaz really obnoxious. I did too. Yeah. Uh, in this movie, um. I, what I didn't find obnoxious was them bringing in Kingpin, which well, you and I went back and forth and we're like, oh, are they doing this? Are they really doing this? They're hinting at it as a fake out, et cetera. Um, this was a big deal. Yeah. Like rolling in the Netflix shit, mm-hmm. which we'll, we'll talk about more with uh, Spider-Man uh, into it. 
Absolutely. Because uh, that Kingpin performance is fucking awesome. Uh, this made me want to rewatch and like watch the later Daredevils, which I didn't watch, um, and get back into that shit now that I know that it might appear. Yeah. You know, um, the, I can't remember the name of the actor, but the guy who plays uh, Luke Cage is great. Yes. Um, if that ends up being our Mike, MCU Luke Cage. Mike something. Mike Coulter. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I do not need uh, the Knight of, of Roses to end up being Iron Fist, but you know. Uh, if that's the cost, if that's what I have to pay to get this this version of Punisher in. Well, the good news is uh, they left Iron Fist as not being the Iron Fist anymore. Um, I guess. Oh, uh, you told me. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So the um, yeah. the the girl that was in um, the new Matrix movie, uh, she was kind of the Iron Fist, and her fist glows white, and her sword glows with, oh. and her sword glows white too, and it's fucking dope. Um, so okay. I'm way more excited Very about well. uh, um, that. If, if, like th- her potentially joining the MCU th- rather than the Knight of Flowers. Um, that all of that, all of the Marvel Netflix stuff is um, it's all okay. Uh, Daredevil is the exception yeah. that is that is fucking brilliant. Uh, and Jessica Jones season one, I think, is is just on the strength of David Tennant um, being super fucking creepy is is really really good. Uh, the, the Luke Cage thing. It's it's good. Uh, I, I don't know that I could recommend you watching two seasons of it. It's so fucking long, dude. <laughs> it's so long, and it kind of goes nowhere. Um, and it's really disappointing in the way that it, it it ends as it wraps up. I like that dude a lot, but I I don't know if we'll see Luke Cage or Iron Fist. So. They're all pretty long. All the Netflix they ones. are. They're thirteen episodes. Like Disney, man. Disney, yeah, yeah kind of being like six is the right number was a was a big big move. Uh, regardless of which, like Kingpin, who we you know we don't see the body so he doesn't die but he kind of dies at the end of this mm-hmm. um him coming back was really really cool yeah to me i predicted it happening i think that folding those things in if they're you know if there's no if they've settled any kind of legal shit to do it is really smart you know and um, we're gonna see that more when we talk about spider-man because that brings back somebody else uh from that universe um that's really smart absolutely because why throw away all of that work? Like when they talked about with the Eternals, how they want to just do ensemble movies uh, like this. If somebody else has already done the work of doing the setup series, like that's money on the table. You know, why throw that away? Yeah. Uh, especially when the work is good. Like this version of Kingpin on in the Daredevil show. I only watched the first like one and a half seasons of Daredevil. Mm. But that version of Kingpin was better than any of the comics Kingpins. Oh, dude. It- you know, Vincent D'Onofrio does a great job. He's weird and scary uh and physically imposing i think he does you know i think it's a great performance um i would not want to just flush that away exactly if i were a creative person involved in this i am i'm with you 100 percent. like the idea that you could just plop uh jessica jones into um you know into multiverse of madness or into she hulk probably would be a better fit or something like uh is and you you know either you know because you watched all the Marvel Netflix stuff uh, or you don't and you immediately go run and watch all the Marvel Netflix stuff. I think that's a win win for Marvel yep. either way. Um, and I don't you know we don't know how money changes hands and all of this stuff, but like it's super fun to like they really got a bunch of stuff right with the Marvel Netflix stuff. So seeing them like seeing you know fucking Vincent show up on that fucking phone at the end of episode five in Hawkeye, I was like, God damn it, they fucking did it. Yeah. Um, it was just really really cool. Um, super cool. And, and his scenes are real fun. Yeah. Like he gets into a fight with, with a young Hawkeye, Haley Sanfield. And the, even though she's not a teen, like you said, she is still a real young girl and he's a big imposing man. And it, it's kind of tough to watch. Mm-hmm. Like he just beats the shit out of this young girl. 
uh, like he gets his in the end, but it, it, it does portray his villainness. Like he is hesitant to do it. He doesn't want to do it, but he's a real piece of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Slick back hair, you know, apparently, um, and apparently he's done interviews since then that says, uh, just like confirming with people, like the way that this was pitched to me is, you know, this is me after the blip, uh, like from that series where I was like, I had all my crew. I had like, I had all of my resources uh, at, during the blip. Like I lost all that. So I'm building back up. And that's where he is when we see him like doing this shit in, in Daredevil. Um, and apparently he brought his own Hawaiian shirt to set. He read the comics and was like, Oh, I like this Hawaiian shirt. We should do this. And did it. Which is really funny to me. Uh, we, we, we stand a fat King in Vincent D'Onofrio. Like he's, he's real good. Um, the action in this uh, show is good. Yes. I think all the fights are really fun. Mm-hmm. Like the, the premiere chase one with the trick arrows was really good, but even the fight in the, uh, like the toy factory yep. or toy store super good fight is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep doing a thing with Hawkeye, uh, where they come up with creative ways to have them be in close combat. Um, and still use a bow and arrow in close combat. Yeah. Uh, and it ends up, uh, just being real fun to watch um and yeah again just like during that combat like kate bishop uh yelling out you know random shit during the fight uh i think all of that stuff really really worked for me like a lot of that can be um can get tiresome uh but i think she sold it in a way Mm -hmm. she delivered all that stuff in a way like when she they're running around you know in the car and she's shooting trick arrows and she's what what does this one do that all that kind of like kind of manic stuff is just worked across the board for me um, the yeah. only thing I think that I, that this show did, there's two things that I think it, it, I didn't particularly like, um, one was all of the LARP stuff, uh, where okay. Hawkeye has to do the LARPing to get back the Ronin costume or whatever, because the, you know, the idea of him closing the past on this Ronin stuff is, is the reason why he's doing a lot of this, uh, I, I think that stuff is really corny. <laughs> like I just, yeah. I, and it's I mean, I'm not saying like, if you go do that in New York or, or anywhere, like that's fine. I'm not saying that you're corny, but it's just, when you're not coming off, coming out against LARPing in real yeah, life. Yeah. But when it's, whenever it's presented in the movies, it's all like they, they do the thing where they put in the real music. So you, you know, and it's just, it just, it's always very fucking corny. Uh, and then the fact that the, he turned the LARP crew into super spies in like four episodes, I thought was really like I, I would have much rather him just like crash on that dude's couch and not have them show up in the last episode as like spies or like you know waiters the, yeah, or whatever. Them being supporting characters and and it being like you know we we're part of the the Oak Street Wolf Pack. Yeah. So we can we can do this crowd control was a little silly, and then them being earlier like oh they're all firemen and police officers of course they can do that. Uh, the first scene when it first happens I think it's real cute. Mm-hmm. You know that that part worked for me. Them coming back was a payoff. I found a little bit unsatisfying. Them uh, um, personally uh, justifying the costumes. I think that was cool. Like, oh, we have we have yeah. we have a cosplay seamstress. Of course, you can we can we, we, we can use some dope ass threads. Uh, and the reveal yeah. of like a purple and black costume for both of them, I think, really really cool. Like that that was yeah. very very awesome. Um, just yeah, them showing up to be like helpers and you know waiters and I don't know. I just thought that was kind of corny. And then the second thing. Um, and we haven't talked about her at all was Kate's mom, uh, Vera for me. for me. Uh, uh, from, from for, for Miga. either, uh, Vera for either criminally underused or way overused in this. And I can't figure out what I just didn't <laughs> like her. <laughs> like she, and, and the twist is you, you're going to think the new husband, um, Dalton is, is the bad guy. And no, it's actually the, the wife who, you know, had to, turned to crime for blah 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 i don't know what i just didn't 
she never set right with me at all. Like I didn't like mm-hmm. she was the one person that I, I felt like didn't have an emotional connection with Kate, which was weird because she's Kate's mom. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just she, I didn't like yeah. her that much in this, and I've liked her in other stuff. Like I like the actress a lot. It just it was a weird fit. She doesn't she doesn't do a super good job in this. Um, she's also kind of quippy and feels a little bit artificial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like in the in the way that she, she speaks, but it works worse okay. than it than it does with Kate. Um, and then also I had her pegged as a bad guy pretty quick. You, you uh, saw the twist she, coming. She seems like a bad yeah. guy. Yeah. I just knew she was, she was up to no good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, Oh, okay, this is, they're manipulating me. I got it. Uh, she, she, it was, she was fine to me. I don't like the payoff with her. I felt like there's a weird thing. And again, uh, putting myself in the, the feet of people who hate these movies and stuff, all of these projects are so long and they all feel like they don't spend enough time on at least one thing. And this one was that relationship. So when she gets arrested at the end and her mom is like, or Kate is like, oh no, you got to get, you know, it's okay that you're going away. Uh, that didn't, wasn't sold yeah. for me yeah. um, as an emotional moment. And it wasn't sold for me that like the idea, she got used to the rich lifestyle. So she started doing uh, high profile crimes The um uh, to do that. The, the, the mom's going to jail thing, the mom's going away thing uh, really reminded me of Sam's like little speech at the end of uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier where he ended racism and just oh sure it just felt like it kind of felt like that like oh okay you guys are just okay cool yeah. like whatever yeah. <laughs> um too, too too easy it's a little yeah it felt a little too easy unearned if you will uh um but overall like I think everything else like held together really well um the, all of the Ronin stuff which was a big problem I have with Endgame uh I think is you know dealt with to the degree that it can be dealt with. Um, I, I think mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner as, as Hawkeye as Clint really, really sold like the emotional baggage that he was carried around um, because of all of this stuff. And, uh, and then we get these like kind of small, uh, the thing that I really liked about it. Um, so he's, he's on a trip at the beginning. He's on a trip to New York with his uh, family uh, minus the mom with all of his kids. Um, and that's cute or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get any kind of joy out of watching parents and kids nowadays. I'm just fucking, <laughs> I'm just so cold on this shit. A baby cried in an episode of Battlestar Galactica last night and I'm, and I'm, and I <laughs> muted it. I was like, I can't deal. <laughs> um, but when the kids get sent home, uh, I thought that there was going to be like when, when he starts like actively going for the Ronin stuff, I thought, Oh, they're going to be introducing this thing where like his wife is real mad at him and she's, he's not going home. But instead they, they really, they tricked me and the wife is fully supportive and like helping him out. Uh, and you get the idea that like she's in the industry. And of course it's confirmed at the end that she was probably mocking Jay. Uh, she was probably, um, mocking mocking bird, but not mocking Jay. Um, (laughs) she probably watched mocking, (laughs) mocking bird. Um, and I think all of that is really cool. Like the idea that his family is a source of support and help to him. And during this yes. like emotional time, it could have easily been like, why aren't you coming home, Clint? And instead it was just like, oh yeah, I got you. Fam. No, no problem. No, yeah. People's lives are at stake. One Christmas is not. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yep. That, I thought that was really good. Um, something I really like about this movie and it, it underlines, like, I'm just going to sound like a parody of myself here, but when it comes to action uh, and things like that, um, one of the things that will turn me off of big anime action is no one gets hurt. Uh, this TV show is constantly concerning itself with yeah. bandaging things and dressing wounds and shoulder pain and dislocated bones and shit. 
And I think that if a action hero doesn't get hurt, uh, I cannot, I'm, I can't really care. You know, we, we, you know, and we've been slagging on black widow, but like there were several points in that movie where, um, uh, Black Widow just falls three stories onto a car and then gets up and then runs. Um, and it's yeah, you know, like okay, she has a suit that maybe absorbs blah 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 blah. I, I don't know, but like this felt really real. And then there's, they turn those kind of they turn that into connective tissue for the characters where you have you know Clint teaching Kate the proper way to bandage a wound, like dress a yeah, wound. And, yeah. If you're gonna be be a normal person who's hanging out in this world, you're gonna get hurt really bad. You know, it's going to suck. And and that is something I'm just here for. I think that's gets to the interesting thing about the normal people who hang out with the superheroes. You know, uh, same thing with like it happens in my favorite Batman movies and shit like that, too. Like uh, or Punisher. Right. Like you got to get hurt. And him explaining that, like them doing double duty, not only do they ground the action, but they also make that uh, part of the cautionary tale of this. You know, there's a, there's a, do you really want to get involved in this tension mm-hmm. with Kate during the entire movie? Like she wants to, but everyone around her is like, don't do it. Yeah. Her mom is like, don't do it because I'm a villain and we'll have to kill you. Hawkeye is like, don't do it. Cause it fucking sucks. <laughs> like your friends will die yeah. and you don't get to hang out with your family. Yeah. And Tony Stark dies and leaves all of his millions of dollars to a teenager who dresses like a spider and doesn't bother to give you like yeah. a bonus. <laughs> like a, your friend died. Yeah, we, the... I don't have money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm broke. <laughs> I'm on shield retirement yeah. and I don't know that shield exists anymore. It's weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm living on, uh, on mockingbirds. <laughs> at this point, you know, um, yeah, all of that stuff is, is 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 really good. Like I like again, you know, we talked about this, or I, I mentioned this when we were talking about the Eternals and how uh, just disconnected and ungrounded it felt to introduce all of the celestial lore bullshit. Um, and this is way more what I want um, of, of like yes. like heroes dealing with their problems and like having to come to terms, and then also like new people coming along and deified, putting the putting you know like we see like a fucking. Um, a monument to all of the original Avengers from when they, you know, defended New York against the Chitauri or whatever in this, like he, Clint is constantly being handed stuff because of his involvement with the Avengers while also just absolutely re- not, maybe not regretting, but also just having to deal with the fallout of like, Oh, that wasn't a hundred percent positive experience. Um, yeah. We, we, like that fuck. I lost my best friend. I get hurt all the time and I don't get to see my family and I have no money. Exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, we, we put it that way. I, Maybe I shouldn't be an adventure. Uh, yeah. That, that, I think that stuff owns. I, I think that's really cool. And a lot of my favorite, like street level Marvel stuff is not always my favorite. Like, I think that the balance for me is when it hits the in-between mm-hmm. section of that. Like we'll talk about that next episode with Spider-Man because Spider-Man also gets hurt. Right. Um, but if I have to choose, you know, that spectrum between street level, medium level and high level, I will choose anything over the Eternals. Like everyone is immortal and it's just a Dragon Ball episode, you know, where people just get blasted across the room constantly. Yeah. Uh, it was very refreshing to be in something different than that. Um, I think that's all I got to say about Hawkeye. Uh, I liked it a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, this is one of those things like WandaVision where there's not going to be a season two of this. Like, you don't need this. Um, Kate's just going to go no. want to be an Avenger or, or a young Avenger or whatever. Uh, and it really seems like Clint and his family is wrapped up, which is kind of a bummer because I I love Linda Cardellini. And Linda Cardellini is the idea uh, being Mockingbird, I think, is a really cool idea. Um, and it's 
It was like a flashback series or something. Yeah, but then just, then you, you know then you, you wouldn't have Linda you, Cardellini though. <laughs> that was the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, because she's, she's too old. For yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's tricky. Um, yeah. I want that '70s show, except she's Mockingbird on the side. She just beats up James yeah. Franco. <laughs> <laughs> Not that '70s show. Uh, what was the movie that? Or what was the '70s series that she was? Freaks and Freaks Geeks. Geeks. Thank you. Uh, yeah. God, that '70s show. Fuck that. Um, yeah, that that's not that's, that's, that's that. not what I want. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I don't know that there's a you, you need the a, a sequel or anything to this. Like it's just a good connective tissue that's happening in between bigger Marvel stuff. Um, and I, it felt like a very good way to retire both Black Widow and Hawkeye. Exactly. Yeah. From from the movies, well, close up both of those stories, and you know they did that in the main movies with Tony Stark and Captain America. Mm-hmm. We had to put away the rest of our Avengers. Yeah. So we can clear the the deck for what's new, and, and this was a really respectful, complete way to do. And it. we ba- and we handed the torch down, just like you know, uh, yeah. Captain. It's like we did with Captain America in the in the series. Like now, there's a new Hawkeye, and essentially there's a new Black Widow with Yelena. Um, and I feel like yep. with She Hulk, like we're because you know Bruce Banner is cast in that, and he's definitely in the trailer. So like we'll see uh, something similar with that as well, where they're, you know, the old guard is moving out, the new guard's moving in. Um, yep. We got to talk about the post credit sequence, Gary. Did you watch it? Did you get? All the way through it, uh, the Hawkeye. Oh, the the music. Yeah, yeah. I I watched a minute of it. I I <laughs> my, my body folded in on itself, and I wanted to die, so I had to stop. Uh, once I realized that it wasn't going to do anything, uh-huh. it was just going to be a straight up fucking musical about Captain America. Uh-huh. I uh, I had to stop. I uh, I, sp- I couldn't. Do I spent it. the whole thing. Uh, I'm looking at a screenshot of it right now. Um, I spent the whole thing <laughs> fully <laughs> expecting uh, because we had just got the Kingpin reveal. I thought the camera was going to turn to the audience and we were going to see fucking Daredevil or Jessica Jones was going to be like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Like I thought we were going to see. Yeah. I thought we were going to see something, but no, it's just a straight putt of, you know, here's a musical thing yep. and it's catchy. Um, and it's also like, and the Marvel people on TikTok are weirdly fascinated with the idea that Ant-Man is in this, uh, when he wasn't there in the original fight that the thing is based on. And I'm like, guys, it's musical theater. Like, do you think rent is accurate? Yeah. Who gives <laughs> like, a shit? like who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the part where, where it shows, uh, the callback they do to that where Hawkeye says it is kind of cute where he's like, no, I was there. Yeah. Like he was, right. <laughs> but I, you know, I was there. Like I, I kind of liked that, uh, them showing it and the way it has a little wrapper where it's like, here's a Christmas treat yeah. from your friends. And I was like, I want to fucking die. If, if, if somebody had like a hidden camera showing me, <laughs> this is me at the most embarrassed of my hobby at my hobbies. If you, uh, like, we need the un- until dawn treatment, right? Like, where the, like if you have a camera hooked up to your PlayStation, that game will take a picture during the jump scares. Yep. And uh, we need that, but for post credit sequences or more, yeah, we'll see, see how much you're rolling just, your eyes. Like, like, like me making the same face I make when I feed my cats like wet cat food. Yeah. Like just like, uh, <laughs> like there are uh, there's some, there's some uh, funny moments in that. Um, there's a moment where they're like Captain America is on like the top rail and he's like doing that hey kind of thing um and he just hot mm-hmm. completely covers uh, Hawkeye the guy that played Hawkeye where, yeah. where Hawkeye has <laughs> to come across the him. shield and then one of the lines is like and Hawkeye is cool he seems like a neat guy <laughs> like that's it <laughs> yeah. he also is there it's <laughs> <laughs> so funny to me <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. there are good jokes in it but i i would have rather had the moonlight new moonlight trailer or something absolutely yeah you know or, or again something cool there. fucking jessica jones in the audience like if you're gonna do this like at least at, at awesome. least give me a second yeah. or even like kate watching this and from the audience and going like oh this fucking sucks and like getting up and leaving or whatever <clears throat> yeah it, that would have been at least the funny if it had been jessica jones it would have been a cool confirmation you know that it wasn't just a one-off 
uh, in terms of folding in that universe. Exactly. They should have had uh, Colin Farrell's uh, Bullseye watching. There you go. Absolutely. From the 90s Daredevil mm-hmm. movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm in season three of, of Daredevil and it's introducing Bullseye. Um, and they just did a full episode <clears throat> where they uh, tell you why Bullseye is Bullseye and why he's so fucked up as a kid. And it's probably some of the best villain work that I've seen in Marvel. <laughs> like, it's just, oh, nice. it's really fucking good, dude. It's so cool. Uh, good, good, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, um, anyway. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We will be back next time to talk about Spider Man. Mm-hmm uh the spider-man far from house and uh if you like the show go to patreon.com slash tv and leave us range reviews and tell your friends yes do all of that stuff we're running long on this whole thing so we'll keep it we'll keep it yeah we appreciate you listening uh we'll be back in just a couple of days Mm -hmm.